what's awesome, baby? It's a PTP, a primetime podcast. Whoa, Nelly. It's the granddaddy of them all, the greatest podcast around. Hello, friends. As we make our way to the Backroom Studios, we'd like to welcome you to the From Corner to Corner podcast. And in this corner is the best podcast around. It's time! Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the main event. Let's get ready to rumble! Y'all ready for this? Hey, welcome back to another episode of From Corner to Corner Sports Center Edition. But isn't every week almost a Sports Center Edition? It's getting that way. Now, last week we talked about some wrestling. We did talk about some wrestling. But we managed to tie it into sports. Do you know what else we talked about last week? Top Gun. It is still week two. It is the best movie I've seen. Last ten years, maybe? Best sequel ever. Oh, Mm. man. It's up there. I don't know if it's the best sequel ever. It's it's either that or Mighty Ducks 2. Wow. (laughs) I mean... Home Alone 2 was pretty good. No, it wasn't. Mm. Yes, it was. Mighty Ducks 2 was better. Listen, I'm a huge Mighty Ducks fan. If you listen to the show, you know that. I'm a huge Mighty Ducks fan. The way Gordon Bombay rallied his troops is just like Maverick rallied his troops in Top Gun. 100%. Only, just like only Maverick could have done what he did, only Gordon Bombay could have done what he did in Mighty Ducks. What do you think about it, Sean? Oh, you still haven't seen it? Oh, my gosh. Nope, still haven't seen it. It's going to literally be out on VHS. It'll be in Redbox before you see it. Yeah. Yeah. You've thrown down a challenge now. I've got to think about this whole uh, best sequel thing because I, I feel once, like once that, you see Top Gun Maverick, it's really well. Nice I get that, but the, the the Mighty Ducks. I got to think about that one. I'm not sure that like the second major league was a pretty daggone good. Uh, I mean, Roger Dorn, The Dark Knight. That was the sequel to Batman Begins. Yeah, The Dark Knight. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. But it's still not Top Gun Maverick. It's one of the best ones. And I'm a Star Wars guy. I don't know about you all. I'm a Star Wars guy. I'm a Star Wars guy. Empire Strikes Back? Empire Strikes Back was better than New Hope. Yeah. Um, Yeah. It it probably was the best movie. I think they're both trash. You're not a Star Wars guy, are you? No. I've tried to. I've literally watched them all. Have you watched any of Obi-Wan yet? I haven't. Uh, Mason's watched uh, the first three episodes. Yeah. I haven't got uh, to watch he, it yet. And, and I've watched a clip. How early in the day really do you good. all have to watch those? Because I know you have to catch the world nightly news, and you do that <laughs> well, after dinner. It still it comes on now at like 4 o'clock in the afternoon because... So we have dinner and a movie. Okay. Oh. Yeah, I mean, you know, awesome. we have our dinner at 4 o'clock, and one of the Star Wars Do you remember when on. you've watched it? Or do you watch the same episode repeatedly? Be like, oh, this is a new episode 
Exactly. See, <laughs> I haven't seen that one before. You watch the first Star Wars, you're like, oh my gosh, this is a really good movie. I've never seen it. That guy looks like he's really young. Now, my dad is a big Star Wars guy, and he talked great things about this Obi-Wan series that you all are yeah. talking about. The I, series that they've put out, The Mandalorian, Obi-Wan. Um, you know the best uh, thing The Mandalorian had? Boba Fett. I, I haven't got to watch they've that They've all one. been really well done. Sasha Banks. I'm I sure. liked Mandalorian better than some of the single-released, you know, in-between. Yeah. Yeah, but now I loved Solo. I thought that was good. Uh, you know, you all—we've just lost all our listeners. You all could have just had this exact same conversation on the phone without involving everybody else. That's true, and we wouldn't have lost any listeners yeah. at the, at the home. They don't even at have to get home. on the like, phone. I, you, I'll be honest with you. There's a lot of Star Wars fans out there. We may have just gained a lot of listeners. Absolutely. I mean, you know. So right before the air came on, you were going to say something, and you go hit record. Yeah, so we were talking, because I don't know if you all know this about us or not, but we talk kind of all the time. Right. Like, we just talk. Yeah, we don't talk to our wives, we talk to each other. Which, by the way, I'm never included on these phone conversations. Thank you all for that. I'm a texter. I'm a texter, too. I'm a texter. I get on, but they get on me when I text and drive, so I have to call them. (laughs) Well, I'm not going to tell you why. That's why we started doing the audio uh, messages. Yeah. I text and drive on Netflix. Of course, you can do it easier it than everybody else. I sleep we and drive. Uh, Neil, Neil and I talk to each other every morning, starting about seven thirty, all the way to work. Yeah, uh, every day. And a lot of times he calls me as he's leaving work. So, like, I'll talk with Wes next week when you're on this week when you're on vacation. Yeah, it's next week because we're recording it, but it's this week. Yeah. So um, we were talking about random things, right? And we talked about the Los Angeles Lakers just hired Darvin Ham. Right. And I had said, that's a move that doesn't move move the needle. That's too many moves in that. That was a hire that doesn't move the needle. Darvin Ham, longtime assistant, probably deserves his chance. Okay? Not sure he deserves a chance over Jawan Howard. Not sure how Darvin Ham has got a job in the NBA prior to Juwan Howard getting an NBA job? I Juwan think Juwan Howard, Howard had the opportunity and turned it down. Okay, is that he, what it was? Yeah. He said he wanted to stay at Michigan. Well, both of his sons are at school, so okay, he wanted cool. to stay well, that at Michigan. So, we said that I would anticipate Darvin Ham probably being without a job within three years. Uh-huh. Adam said that it's whenever LBJ decides that he doesn't want him to have a job anymore. Which, I mean, LBJ's under contract for what? Another Two, year. One year? Yep. Okay. Well, so they're trying back. to force the Lakers to trade Russ right now, who's owed $47 million next year. And they've been teams that have said, we're not taking him on unless you give us a first-round draft pick with it. Well, we talked about this the week that you were were gone a couple weeks ago, that that's, that's, that's the deal, right? right. Now, we'll take Russ, but... But the thing about it is, is they're not getting a pick until 2027. I was say, how many first-round picks do the Lakers have left? Yeah. 2027 is the next available pick. So why does that even matter? The last I heard, Darvin Ham wants to run it back with Russ, LeBron, and Anthony Davis, who are the technically the only three players they have under contract. Because they can't afford anybody else. Because all everybody else is free agents. So... I think you're going to see those three guys on the court again this year. Well, 
if that's the case, they're gonna they're gonna be without LeBron and Russ the following year because they're both gonna leave. Uh, LeBron is probably uh, Bronny will be getting drafted. Mm-hmm. LeBron's gonna go wherever Bronny gets drafted. I, I mean, he's which said it, it for years, which is incentive for a team to take Bronny high. But is it? He's gonna be thirty nine. It's still LeBron. It's going to put butts in seats. And we've talked. Money and drives everything. Money Are we sure everything. that Le- that Bronny's even going to be a pro? It, it yeah. does Somebody's going to draft him. Somebody will draft him based off potential in his name alone. And That's the fact it. that they know that they're going to get LeBron. Exactly. I wouldn't be surprised if the Cleveland Cavaliers don't draft Bronny. I hope not. And then For their sake. Because they're actually starting to build something and in then, Cleveland. And then LeBron ends up. Finishing his career in Cleveland. Yeah. I said New York. I would think I could see New York. Uh, I mean, next week is the NBA draft. We're gonna on next week's show. We're gonna preview the NBA draft. Our show will come out afterwards, but yeah. right, we're gonna talk about the NBA draft, and um, you know, so we'll talk about the players. We'll talk about uh, preview kind of the players we expect to get drafted. Um, of course, you know, we record before the draft, so we're not going to do our mock draft because the drafts are to be over when it comes out. Uh, and, you know, I don't like being wrong. I won't admit I was wrong. <laughs> Never admit you're wrong. Because I'm not ever wrong. I beg to differ. Who do I need to apologize to? I mean, when you miss, you didn't miss. Speak. No, that's what you were going to say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, it was, it that's was, why I it was a minute mis- to get it out right. It correctly. was a misspoke. You missed the mark on missing the mark, which is means I which equals a wrong. Do you know who didn't miss the mark? Maverick. He did not. I agree. Oh, Nobody else could hit the mark. Maverick mm-hmm. was the only one that could. In 2.15. 2.15. When they tried to up the time to four minutes. <laughs> Joke's on them. Joke's on them. So, we have the NBA draft coming up. We all, I don't know how you guys feel. I really always enjoy the NBA draft. Um, and I just, there's always Will and Dylan. I mean, think about what the Charlotte Hornets look like if they don't trade Kobe Bryant on draft night. Yeah. <laughs> My goodness. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. I mean, he was drafted by the Charlotte Hornets. Wasn't Vladi Divac involved in that trade? Yes. Yep. yep. Yeah. <laughs> Vladi and a pick Oops. for Cody. Or Kobe. Cody. Cody with his torn peck. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if it's still torn. Uh, I, do you think, now that you just said that, I, I don't know why this popped in my head. I don't want to think, I don't want to forget about it next week. Do you think Atlanta regrets trading Doncic for Trey Young? I don't think so. I think both guys have just panned out really well for both teams. Yeah. Now, Divots was only 28 at the time he was traded. So, I mean, he was young. He had played pretty well. He, and Kobe was seen as a project player. He was seen as a he was seen as a project. I'm trying to find who was the draft. Who did the draft pick turn out to be? I have no idea. Oh, the the pick that Kobe. That, that yeah, I'm, I'm trying to see who that. No. I don't know. Let's see. Uh, well. But it it brought over Kobe Bryant. But what it also did was it freed up the cap space for them to sign Shaquille O'Neal. That's true. So the trade really was done to sign Shaq. Yeah. 
I mean, because as you said, Kobe was a project player. They, I mean, nobody thought he was going to go down as one of the greatest of all time. I mean, that was that was Jelly Bean Bryant's boy. Okay, we, you know, we've talked about scouting before on the show. Like no, like nobody thought Michael Jordan was going to be who he was going to be either. Right? Got cut nope. sophomore year of basketball. Right? Nobody thought. That Patrick Mahomes was going to be who he was. Nobody thought that Tom Brady was going to be who he is. Who the like? Where are these scouts scouting? Wow, he, he about done the same thing last week. I mean, two weeks ago, he said, "Fudge," and we about come unglued. I don't talk like that. I don't know why you all think that. So but, I'm reading this article right now about Kobe Bryant. The Nets were supposed to pick him at number eight. Okay. Hornets picked him at 13. Yes. Nets didn't pick him because the head coach and the executive vice president, who was the same person at the time, got cold feet about drafting him and thought he would play in Italy if the Nets drafted him. Do you know who the coach was? John Calipari. Who can't coach a lick. Do you know who the Nets drafted instead? Kerry Kittles. Kerry Kittles. Solid. I mean, I like Kerry Kittles. I like Kerry Kittles. The long socks. Kerry Kittles was a proven college commodity. Proven, proven player. Yeah. And had a very good Very good. Yeah. 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 Very good. So it wasn't a a horrible pick. And and, and, and to be honest with you. He had great hair. Kendall Gill and Kerry Kittles. I remember that. You know, Kobe might not be Kobe somewhere else. The fact that he had Shaq with him. And Robert Ory and a lot of other talent around him allowed him to be able to do that. And, of course, Phil Jackson, you know. Well, this is also a uh, flub up on this uh, businessinsider.com. Maybe you read the same article. I think that was the same article. According to Abrams, Taub asked Nash and Calipari to consider drafting John Wallace, a senior forward from Syracuse, who had helped lead his team to win the NCAA championship in 95-96. He didn't win the NCAA. He went to the game. He went That's to the right. game. He didn't he win lost the Kentucky. He lost Kentucky. That's right. Yeah. Oops. Yeah. 76-67, I think, is mm. what, it, what the right. score was. It's yeah. like, oops. Yeah. I was going to say the Oracle. I just got to the parents. I won game. money on that game. So, I can't find, and I've looked at a couple different articles. I can't find... Because it, cause it was maybe there wasn't a pick. I thought there was. Was it just Kobe for Vladi Yeah, it must have been. It must have been. But so, anyways, we had a show a couple weeks ago talking about contracts. We did, and I cannot believe that we did not talk about the Deshaun Watson contract. Yeah, we totally skipped over it, and. We got to talk with about all of makers. with all yeah we did <laughs> with all of the crap that has come out in the last two weeks about Deshaun Watson. By the way, ice makers are one of the greatest inventions ever made. If you need a guy to change a filter in an ice maker, I know a guy. Do you? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> if you'd listen to the episode, you might know. Also, if it gets frozen, I know a guy. Right. <laughs> That's right. Um. Nothing like 66. a good refrigerator enema. <laughs> right. We're. We're now up Good to segue th- into uh, Deshaun Watson. <laughs> <laughs> yes! <laughs> Speaking 
get a venomous. <laughs> Deshaun Watson enjoys them. Right? Listen, as we said last week, a happy ending is not against the law. That's true. There is no rules against a happy ending. So, as of today's recording, there are now 66 women that in the 17-month span he has had massages done by. And apparently, the Texans have a large part to do with that, arranging hotel rooms and appointments and having these ladies sign not, uh, uh, a non-disclosure, a non-disclosure agreements. The Texans were the pimp. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so they weren't. Now, now the, the Texans can simply say, I mean, we were just protecting our athlete. He needed a massage, and we arranged it, right? But why you got to book a hotel room to do it? Why you got to sign a non-disclosure right. agreement? There, there's a lot of questions here. Yeah. I guess they don't want... I guess they don't want uh, them talking about Deshaun like an animist. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not real sure. So, like, with any professional athlete, if one person comes out against them, even maybe up to three people. I'm like, okay, they might just be wanting some money. We're up to 66 people. 66 and only, and what, 24 of them have. 24 or 24 25. 20, 20, yeah, 24 or 25 have, have filed. Legally. There, yeah, yeah, there yeah. are other women that came out yeah. and just simply said that he basically begged for sex. And I'm like, you know, he's a rich, young yeah. athlete. Does he really have to beg for it? I wouldn't think so. I mean, you'd think that he could have it whenever he wanted. I think he needs some help, though. You would think so. But you would think Kobe Bryant didn't need need a worker in Colorado. Ben Roethlisberger didn't need to trap somebody twice in a a bathroom while his bodyguard stood at the door. I don't know what goes through these guys' heads. Well, and I'm glad you brought up the Kobe Bryant thing. Kobe Bryant's the one example that I can think of that that woman came out that there were no other women that came out. Right. It was just her. It was just her. And she she crapped the bed in the whole situation. No no poking fun at Amber Heard there. Uh, she crapped the bed because she also went out after having relations with Kobe Bryant and had relations with another man. Yeah. The DNA test that they, that they did at the hospital proved that she had two men inside of her. Yeah. Um, but... The most impressive thing. <laughs> I mean, how else was I going to say that? And I went the most PG version, okay? Yeah, yeah. This is not a G-rated show this week. It's PG. PG. There's parental guidance, okay? If you have kids, you might want to ear muffle, okay? So, that was the one and only time that a, that a female came out against Kobe Bryant. Right. Um, do I think that he forced himself on her? After everything we found out, absolutely not. I think it was consensual. They both did it. Yeah. Um, she saw dollar signs, is what she, and she ended up getting paid. Yeah. But the next, but, but shouldn't have, shouldn't have. Uh, she got paid just to go away. Yeah. We'll give you money. Just have this go away. Yeah. Um, and I think a lot, a lot of women probably do that. And, and a lot of these women with with that was the speculation. At the beginning of this with Deshaun, is that's probably what it was. Now, if you think back, right, all of this started happening after Deshaun got mad with the Texans or at the Texans and wanted out. 
And they said, no, we're not doing it. We're not doing it. We're not doing it. And then all of a sudden, all this started coming out. Well, I mean, I, Neil, we talked about this. Mm-hmm. I told you that I, I wasn't I wasn't convinced that it wasn't the Texans that were intentionally sending these yeah. women out there to say this against him to, to hinder his ability to be able to be traded. Now, the crazy part about it is they never even attempted to play him last year. They could have. But they never attempted to trade to to play him or trade him. Well, they just let him sit on the bench and well, they paid him know, all year long. They actually, what what did they get from Cleveland? So, what did <laughs> Cleveland get? <laughs> The new yoga pose. <laughs> I was ready. <laughs> I tried to play through. Oh man! <laughs> well, we thought we we thought we got ourselves straight before we turned it back on, but oh well. So, what did Cleveland get? What? What did Cleveland get? In return, or what did Cleveland give in return to get Deshaun Watson? Do, what did they just? Was he released by? No, it was a trade. There was, was all kinds of draft picks. Okay, so essentially, I was going to say that essentially by by holding out from moving him, Houston got a bigger offer. I don't think they got anything close to that. Whenever From Miami, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, I don't think they wanted Tua in right. return. I don't think anybody wants Tua. I'm not sure Miami even wants Tua. But the interesting thing about Cleveland is, is like they they feel confident that he's going to get suspended for at least a year. Well, yeah, because they so worked his, his contract out. One, his first year is one million dollars. Right. If this continues, like at what point do they do they have to pull the plug and? Void his contract. Well, I mean, and, and and I think he definitely gets his contract. Like at that point, he would get his contract voided. Because I mean, but there's still two thirty million guaranteed, right? He's getting that. No but they what. can void it because okay. of misconduct. And it sounds like he's very good at misconduct. But I guess not- the guy just really knows what he likes in the bedroom. Or a massage room on the massage table. But it's Ain't not no legal. Maybe that's the only way he can. Uh, maybe that's the only way that he can perform under the pressure. <laughs> under pressure. I like said, "Ain't no doubt." Just ain't enough. <laughs> it ain't enough. You think she blew on him first? I'm going to have to change the rate of this show of this particular one. Oh, we're going to 14 real quick. TV 14 right here. TV 14. We have, we have jet, jettisoned past the PG rating. Talking about jets in Top Gun Maverick, my goodness, he flew a plane in the beginning. I'm, I'm going to go and spoil this part because it's so. No spoilers. Okay, sorry, I won't. I can't well, do it. Most of our audiences listen. 
most of our audience listening has seen it. Uh, when he <laughs> hit 10 Gs. Mach 10. Mach 10. And <laughs> when, when the guy's walking with him and says, just 10. You're right. Not 10.1, not 10.2, just 10. And he looked at me and said, I don't like the look on your face. That's the only one I got. That's the only one I got. So he hits Mach 10. And they're like, yeah, Mach 10. And the guy was like, uh-oh. Maverick? Maverick, don't do it. And, of course, he does it because that's what Maverick does, right? <laughs> but it's just, it is phenomenal, his ability to push the limits. Much like Deshaun Watson in the masseuse parlor. <laughs> <laughs> That man knows no limits. He knows no limits. It's highway to the danger zone. <laughs> and take no stopping her. <laughs> if it doesn't work out with Deshaun Watson and there is no happy ending, will it go down as one of the biggest busts of all time? <laughs> It's, it's going to go down as one of the, le- the biggest legal busts yeah. when he goes to jail for yeah. all the stuff that he's done. But it it puts Cleveland in a spot that they won't recover for from for ten years. You know what spot I can't recover from? What happy baby? Is a pose you can't come back from. Can't come back from it. Once you hit the happy baby dog pose, it's over. Sean, you look like that. I just took a drink of water. I'm just about to spit it. Has anyone seen the tortilla sloping challenge? Yeah. yeah. We, yeah. Must, we yeah. need to do that. <laughs> that needs to be alive. Got, you just about got to face that water. That needs to be alive. <laughs> I don't know what the editing on this show is going to look like, but I'm not sure you can edit that last five minutes out. I ain't editing crap out of this show. I'm just uploading it. I don't care what it sounds like. Because this is funny. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to put an R rating on it. <laughs> well, and we uh, haven't cursed. You no, can't put an R curse. No, no, no. We just, you know. It's TV 14. <laughs> TV 14. I mean, we we knew where to stop. Yeah. <laughs> Deshaun Watson don't. Deshaun Watson does not. <laughs> but, you know, he, he, read line. He, he pushes forward. He does. <laughs> <laughs> you made a statement a minute ago when you were reading that article. That <coughs> what we found out as a lot of these women are making their statements, and listen, nowhere, no way, shape, or form are we condoning anybody to like force themselves upon anybody else. Okay, no. that's wrong. Whether it's a man forcing no. himself, we one thousand percent think that Deshaun Watson is in the wrong. He's a one hundred percent a creepy dude. Yeah. Okay, but when the one woman that he was reading the article for said that she just didn't know how to tell him no and agreed to let that go on. Like, so did he really? Like, it sounds like you were in agreement. Now, at any point, if she said no or stop, then he should have stopped and it should have been done. But the article didn't read that way. 
You can't claim something they, if, if you are a willing participant. And, and one thing you don't hear, which is something that you you think probably does or did happen. None of these none of these girls are going, Well, I did it because he told me he'd give me an extra five thousand dollars. You know? Right. I mean, someone with that kind of money, you would assume that he's like, you know, if you do this, I'll give you well, yeah. it sounds like the Texans were footing a lot of that bill. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah. like, what does it say about? I mean, was that Bill O'Brien? Was Bill O'Brien doing that? Was well, it, but, I mean, Bob obviously McNair? they didn't know that he was doing this stuff. I mean, but well, did they? Did they? Right. I mean, because you know, how, how if, would they know? Well, you know that, that they were feeding his sexual. Well, because you know, for habits. a while they probably had to go through the same the same company business to do that. And you know if they were always booking it, they were booking it. it was, he wasn't going to their facility. They were, they were booking hotel rooms. They were, they had to know. How you, do you book a hotel room for a massage instead of a massage parlor and not know what's going right. on? Well, not to mention the fact there's 66 of them. So it could be every time they called somewhere, they go, no, we don't want to do that no more. Or yeah. they have a whole lot of masseuses. you got to yeah. think that. There was a reason he got upset. But now, this wasn't all just in Houston, right? This is across the country. Well, he did reach out to some of them on Instagram. I saw that. Like, he would DM these girls on Instagram, asked if they could give him a massage. But <laughs> the Texans were still footing the bill. So, do you th- like, did he just take them like a, like a sheet of paper? It was like, hey, got one lined up. Give her a call. Give me a hotel room. Good to go. Well, the report was... That he had a lady that would actually find girls, I guess, all over America. And she would report back to him. And he would, I guess, give the Texans the number. And the Texans called. I mean, that's a pimp agency. Well, The Texans are a pimp agency. Yeah, they were calling the woman a madam. Which, I guess, in the pimp industry is what you call a woman. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Like, she's the handler. Yeah. I mean, we talk about the gross stuff that happens in the NCAA. She is a handler. She is. You know what's even grosser? The fact that he's going to get suspended and then he's going to come back and he's going to play. Maybe. I mean... Uh, I mean, the court of public <clears throat> opinion will get you faster than anything nowadays. I mean, like, they're, people are buying his jerseys. I mean, but the line he's walking... <laughs> you know, it's a, you know that most people probably don't believe these girls. It's a very taint. I mean, faint line. It's, 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 you're right, but that's where we're at no, in that's today's where we are society. society. Because because yeah. uh, you mentioned something about Kobe, right? Mm-hmm. You know, we're in we're in such a place as a society that men don't stand a chance. In certain situations like that, mm-hmm. whether or not it happens or not, and by again, I don't. This many women, Deshaun's guilty. He is right, just like right. Tiger Woods was guilty. Right, right. But it happens a lot that maybe these these girls know where the teams are staying. They go to the hotel. Right. They probably make an advance. They might get shot down, and if they get shot down, they'd be like, "Well, so and so, you know, raped me." You know, well, I didn't, you know, they weren't, I don't even know who this woman is. Right. You know, so, and that's the society we're in. A man is, is, is guilty until proven innocent now. 
well, in most situations. But then you also see scenarios where, and, and it doesn't make it right, but you'll see scenarios, I, what was it, a couple years ago? It was Brett Favre, the woman that he was sending inappropriate pictures to that was the mm-hmm. sports reporter. You have these sports reporters that just walk into men's locker rooms. Yeah. And they get offended. It was like, oh, he was naked. It's his locker room. Like, that. that what, did you expect him to be fully clothed? Like, should he have... Should he have turned around and helicoptered in front of you? No, he shouldn't have. But <laughs> it still doesn't make it right. So I think a lot of times we put people in these scenarios that they have no business being in. Um, which I know we hate on LeBron James a lot. It's remarkable that he's been a 20-year vet in the NBA and there's not the first allegation that's come out against him. Yeah. Because he's a family guy. And he's with his high school sweetheart. Yep. Yeah. And she's got that on lock. Like, I'm sure she's like, she rules the roost. Yeah. You make the money, but I rule the roost. Yeah. So. Uh, but, I mean, he's huge family guy. Huge family guy. You know, that, that's, yeah. comes home, and you know, after the game, he goes home. That's but, what he does. But everything, everything was. And every place that he goes is important to his wife. But. Where she wants to be. Like, he didn't go out and hire a good, like a huge firm to represent him. He got his boys. Mm -hmm. He got people that he trusted. Because everything about LeBron's a family. Yeah. You know, I think, I think he's, I think he's trash. I don't like his brand. But, when he likes you, when you're one of his people, you're in. I mean, Lamar Jackson and his mom are, are, they're they're basically his agent because they don't trust anybody. Yeah. You know? Well, I mean, you look at Shaq. Shaq was, Shaq was raised, Shaq's the same way. You've never, I mean, you've never seen any allegations about Shaq. Mm-hmm. He, uh, Shaq is just genuinely a good dude. Well, you know, you, we talked about Kobe a little bit, and Kobe said that, uh, when, especially when he got older and he was like the leader on the team, he would have these young guys like, "Let's go out, let's go out." And he's like, "No, no," and he's, "No, no, let's go out." He said, "Okay, let's go out," but we're gonna get up and practice in the morning. Like, okay, he said, and I would go with him. Shot for shot, beer for beer, whatever they want to do. And he said, "You better believe it." Four o'clock in the morning, I was knocking on their door, and they were like, "I don't, I don't want." To. He said, "No, no, 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 no." I did what you wanted. Now you're getting up and doing what I wanted. And he said, "You know what didn't happen from that day on? They didn't want to go out and party during during the season because because I doesn't matter if you stay out intoxicated all night long or not. It's time to get up and work the next day." Right. And uh, I mean, we. Fortunately, aside from this Deshaun Watson thing, we don't hear about this a whole lot anymore in sports. And I think it's athletes are being more careful. You know, you have to – I mean, cell phones yep. are every, – everybody has a smartphone. There's video. I mean, how many times you see something happen and it's almost instantaneous on places like TMZ? Yeah. Right? right? I mean, you can't you – know, you, you look at Will Chamberlain who says he slept with 10,000 women in his life. I don't know how in the world you could ever keep up with that. But as far as I know, none of those women have ever pressed any charges against him, ever ever alleged that he did anything. Rick Flair, same way. Rick, I mean, I sent you all that article right. the other day that yep. they would they would have these these parties at the at a hotel and they'd stay there for two or three days and the girls would just come in one right after another and the four horsemen were Okay. Taking care of business. Well, most of the four horsemen. I think Arn Anderson was never that way. 
Uh, I think the other ones were. I mean, Arn's, Arn's with his, I think he's with his high school girlfriend as well. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, they call Ric Flair Space Mountain, the oldest ride the longest line for, for, for a reason. You don't get that nickname because you're a fun person to hang out with. <laughs> right. I mean, right. you you all have heard the story Triple H shares. He said that he was a huge Ric Flair fan growing up. And he said when he got to, I guess it was WWE, when they, when they brought Ric Flair back, he saw it as an opportunity to, I get to meet my childhood hero. Like I get, And he said, we're in the hotel. I walk down to the bar. There's a crowd of people around. And I hear a woo! And he said, the people part, and there's Ric Flair standing in nothing but his shoes, or maybe just his socks, with a balloon tied to his wiener. And he said, it was at that moment I realized every story I've ever heard about that man is 100% true. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, but it was a different, it was a different, different time. time. I mean, you think about all the, all, all the things that like Elvis Presley got into when they were, when they were running the roads. Like, it was a different time. Now, you can't do those things. I mean, I mean, obviously, what Ric Flair got in, you know, those, I guess they did, allegations did start with the uh, plane ride from hell. Yeah. Well, um, you started smart. Urban Meyer. Yeah. I mean, he he goes out to the bar and the girl's standing beside him and then he's fired. I mean, I was just like, like you, like everybody with a cell phone is looking Mm -hmm. for an opportunity Mm -hmm. for something. And, Everybody knows these superstars. Everybody knows who these athletes are nowadays. And, you know, it's the first thing they're going to do is take, you know, if you see, we, we all watch the wrestling. What happens the first thing when, when somebody's music hits, everybody's standing there with their cell phone recording the entrance. I Which mean, takes me to another point is we've lost the ability to just be present in the moment. Just yeah. live in Instead the of just living that moment. Like, you know, I hope that we get to see all these phenomenal entrances and matches at SummerSlam. I think we're going to. I hope that the four of us have the opportunity to just be present and enjoy. Yeah. Because when are we ever going to be able to? This may be the last time we ever get to see John Cena's entrance in person. Right. You know, I still remember being a kid. At uh, at uh, Freedom Hall at an in your house, and the Undertaker's music hit. Like I remember, it got le- legitimately cold in the building. You hear, you know, you you hear you hear the dong. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Sean Watson right now. <laughs> and the lights go out. <laughs> and the happy dog pose comes out. <laughs> the happy baby pose. And, the, and there's a chill in the air. And it, Tate doesn't like it. <laughs> but you look back at when Stone Cold Steve Austin, when the glass shattered, there wasn't a cell phone. I mean, of course, they were all like Nokia's or flip phones. Like, nobody had cameras like that. But still, I, I would hope that today, if, I mean, I want to go back and what. Were there that? I'm sure there were cell phones out. Like when he was at WrestleMania, like people just weren't like that's the last time you're going to see Stone Cold Steve Austin in the ring. And we were too busy recording 
for to Twitter. Enjoy it. To enjoy it. Yeah. Yep. It's, it's funny that you said that because I thought about that the other night when I was watching the Hell in the Sale. Or last week when I was watching Hell in the Sale. And everybody had those cell phones out. And the first thing I thought of is like, I don't really know that I want to do that. At SummerSlam. Right. You know, I mean. I want to take we, pictures. We, we took some pictures when we were at WrestleK last year. Record, Like, I think I recorded uh, Aleister Black's entrance. Right. But you know where that's at now? I deleted it. Right. You know, it's like, why, why do I need that on my phone? But how many times did we hit each other and say, oh, my, what a match. Oh, right. my God. Like, right. and and in that setting in WrestleK, you don't see a whole lot of phones out. It's a lot of people that are just present that are just there watching yeah. the match yeah and I, and i i think that'll be cool right yeah and i i don't think we're so, so far away that we won't be able to to look at the ring and see a lot of the action right you know there's going to be some of it we're going to have to watch the jumbotron i'm sure to see some of it but but i don't think we're so far away that we won't be able to you know see the match right uh, they're pretty good seats yeah so I'm, you know, I'm excited about that part of it. But you're you're a hundred percent accurate there. We do spend so much time focusing on recording something or taking photos that you almost miss the genuineness well, of it. I mean, right? because everybody wants that next viral moment. They they want right. or they want to they want to post that everybody. I want all my friends to like yeah. instead of just. I want the gooseys, right? right? And I'm telling you. We like we know John Cena is going to be at SummerSlam, and I think like knowing that Cody's probably not going to be there. I'm holding that hope. John Cena and Roman's entrances are the two that will will be phenomenal, right? And I really, really hope the minute that John Cena's music hits, that the place erupts. Mm-hmm. You know, because. It may be the last time we ever see John Cena in a ring. It could be. Could be. And the the fact that the the fact that we may have the opportunity to say we, we saw were. John Cena's last match live, I don't want to miss that. Right. Right. I don't. I mean, because what they're, now they're 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 it's, it's 20, twenty years. years. 20, 20 years of yeah, John Cena. I mean, it's both him and Randy's twenty. I mean, Randy's they just about celebrated twenty. Randy's twenty years. What a month ago. So they both came up about the same time. Yeah, it could be their last SummerSlam for I both of them. Randy's a few years younger than John Cena, so Randy's still got a couple years left. But uh, I oftentimes say that Randy Orton is—he's—he's he's the Tim Duncan of pro wrestling. You're not going to realize how good Randy Orton was right. until he's not not there anymore. Right, right. I mean, and and you could argue the work he's doing now is the best work he's done of his career. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean. I hate LeBron James. This version of LeBron James might be as good or better than he's been his entire career. Of course, he's more selfish, and it's all about me, and he wants to win a scoring title for once in his life. But I think I think his goal is to win the scoring title. Yeah, he he's not leaving the game of basketball until he is the all-time leading scorer. Yeah. We talked about Tom Brady's contract a few weeks ago, how he was never the guy that's top paid. LeBron needs to take that same approach here later in his career. Right. He does not need to be the top paid guy. He's earned enough money. Right. Get your help. That well, way you can achieve that. Well, and then. <laughs> he's the first NBA player to become a billionaire. Yes. 
Did you see that? That was that was just recently. Yeah. I mean, we're not too far away from a player signing a billion dollar contract. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, we're in the we're in the five and six hundred million dollar range now. The Yankees don't want to pay Aaron Judge, right? But we talked about Mike Trout on the show, right? Aaron Judge might be the most marketable baseball player in the in the uh, MLB right now. He plays in New York. He's been on TV. He hits for I mean he's a five-tool player and they don't want to pay. Him. Yeah. And he's tailor-made for New York. He is. And like one of the things that I heard on the radio recently was He's the face of Major League Baseball right now. He needs to be the guy that's getting paid. Because Mike Trout doesn't want to be on commercials. Mike Trout doesn't want to be the the face. He wants to play baseball. Yeah. Right? But, I mean, you got Shohei Otani, who's, who's, you know. By the way, he's on steroids. I don't care what anybody says. That dude's on steroids. Oh, my gosh. Who's Shohei? Yeah. He's unreal. The stuff he does... There's well, no way you can hold He up. is in a massive slump in this light in this. But I mean you can bit. just look at him physically. Dude is on the juice. Might be. I don't know. I said what I said, fight me. Yeah. But I think the Yankees will be crazy if they don't. If they I don't mean, pay judge. Here's if they don't, the Dodgers are gonna pay him. Yeah. Somebody will. The Mets are gonna pay him. The Red Sox are like somebody's gonna pay him. Yeah. Yeah. He needs to be right where he's at. So speaking of baseball, do we wanna do we wanna touch on the, the Tampa Bay Ray thing or 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 do do we bring that up at all? I mean, we're, we're we're recording we're, now we're and you here. said you're not you're not editing anything, yeah. so we're here. Yeah. Put that car in park, let's go. You have already drove the bus here. <laughs> we're ready. So a couple of weeks ago. We're out stretching our legs. Um some of the Tampa Bay Rays players, there was a home series where, you know, June is uh, Pride Month, right? Yes. Home series, they had changed their logo on the sleeves into the rainbow colors. Mm-hmm. Several of the Tampa Bay Rays players chose not to wear those uniforms, citing their faith. Religious beliefs, yes. And they didn't think anything of the negative part of it. They just felt like that it was a behavior they didn't need to condone. Well, in today's society, where we're at, these guys are getting roasted. You know, and you have the, you know, I think the sad part about it is you have other players that are coming out against them that think it's a joke and think it's stupid and they shouldn't have done it. But now. Kevin Cash did come out and say, is it Kevin Cash? Is he the manager? He's the manager, yes. He came out and said, this is not dividing our locker room. Well, so the uh, the group of players, I, I have I have the, the, the statement they put out. It was by uh, Jason Adam. He's a pitcher for the Rays. He was kind of the, kind of the spokesman. Uh, he said it was a hard decision because ultimately we all said what we want is them to know that they're all welcome and loved. 
but when we put it on our bodies, I think a lot of guys decided that it's just a lifestyle that maybe, not that they look down on anybody or think differently, it's just that maybe we don't want to encourage it if we believe in Jesus, who's encouraged us to live a lifestyle that would abstain from that behavior. It's not judgmental. It's not looking down. It's just what we believe, the lifestyle he's encouraged us to live for our good, not to withhold. But again, we love these men and women. We care about them, and we want them to feel safe and welcome here. End of quote. Now, the part that I really have a problem with is that that group of players felt like they had to defend their decision. We don't ask players that kneel for the national anthem to have to defend their decision. They don't have to put out a press release defending their decision. We know what we know why they do that. A lot of times it's fighting, you know, the injustice and the iniquity, and, you know, like all the th- all the all the racial divide, it, you know, it it fights that. But they don't have to get up and tell us that because we know. But Anytime we we venture down that road and we have people that don't agree, it's like they always have to have to try to defend themselves or they're you know they're you know and I mean I don't know obviously they're citing religious reasons, but for a lot of people that's not good enough. Like, you know, there's, I mean, there's people over there that are, there's people in the nation that are just slamming these guys. Yeah. And they just said they didn't want to put it on their bodies. Like, hey, you be you. We love you. We want you here. We want you to support us. It's just not, it's not a lifestyle that we support. You know, I support you. You do you boo boo. Yeah, that's, that's, that's what I used to talk about, Tony Baloney. You do you, boo-boo, but I'm not going to wear it on my body. But I guess it irritates me that they felt like they had to defend themselves. That's that, But that's where we're at, right? And, I mean, it's kind of like the COVID shot, where you believe one way or the other, if you believe your way, you're, everybody else is wrong. If I believe my way, everybody else is wrong. And that's, it shouldn't be like that. We live in the land of the free. Well, We're wearing a Captain America shirt that is covered in red, white, and blue. Well, listen, I love America. Love it. I, I, got, the, I got the fortunate opportunity this year to teach 8th grade social studies, and we taught U.S. history. We didn't make it up to to World War One or two. We stopped Civil War, but the you know the everything it took to get us to that point is phenomenal. We just last week was D Day, June sixth is D Day. All right, we had seventeen, eighteen year old kids that stormed the beaches of Normandy to certain death. They knew they were going to die. They were terrified. Of of what was what was just outside that boat, but they did it anyway. And as a society, we've went from that to where we are now, where you can't say anything because 
it might get you canceled because it might hurt somebody's feelings. Like we've gotten so far away from being able just to tell people how we feel or what we believe is true. And we can't do that because, you know, well, that might offend somebody. You you literally cannot share an opinion. No. Anymore. Because somebody is going to take it the wrong way. Right. And, it, and like you said, <clears throat> it's sad that these guys have to defend themselves for not wearing those jerseys. I don't even know why they had to come out about it at all. Right? I mean... Would anybody really have noticed if five or six of those guys out there just didn't have that jersey on? Well, I mean. It was just a patch, right? It was just a patch on the sleeve. sleeve. Yeah, it wasn't like the whole uniform. Well, I mean, a couple years ago when when the kneeling during the anthem thing was big, uh, Villanueva, uh, the offensive lineman for the Steelers. Yeah. The the Steelers stayed in the locker room during the the national anthem. But him being a former soldier. He came out. And he felt like he had to defend that decision. Yeah. Like, he was getting hate over that. And it was like, I signed up to to serve and and fight for the rights of those guys to stay back there. Right. I have a sister-in-law who's in the Navy. And when all this stuff started, I asked her and her husband, I said, as active duty military, how do you feel about it? What's your thoughts on it? And they told me, they said, we signed up to defend those rights. We signed up to defend the right for people to kneel during the national anthem, to sit during the national anthem, to not even come out, to choose that they don't want to wear, they do or don't want to wear a pride patch on their jerseys. We And, and there's been millions of people that have fought and died for that right. So... We're just fortunate that we live in a in a country that allows you to have that right. Yeah. Because there are countries that no, like you don't get a choice. You do what we tell you to do. If you don't like it, then we'll just cut your head off. Right. And that's what really upsets me about us living here in America. Yeah. And everybody got to defend their stance when you don't agree with a certain agenda. Right. If you go to these other countries. You don't have that chance. No, they tell like, you what to think. Like Saudi Arabia or places like that, you're stoned. You're dead. North Korea? Yeah. I mean, well, look what's going on in Russia and Ukraine right now. Yeah. Yeah. Enis Cantor can't go back home to right. Turkey because their ruler, president, uh, however you want to, whatever his title is, won't allow him back in the country because. Enos doesn't agree with how he's running the country as a as a dictator, basically. Yep. He that he tells them you can only do these certain things, and Enos is like, that's not the way it should happen. And he's he can't he can't and his family has to take the side of the ruler, president of Turkey, but yet they really want to see Enos. You know, if he really came down to it, they really want to see Enos. They want to see their son, but they can't take Enos' side if they want to have a normal life in Turkey. 
Right. I mean, he was he was one of the most wanted men in the world at one right. point. Exactly. Like, he was a fugitive. Yeah, and when, I think it was when he played for Boston. Uh-huh. He didn't even fly to Toronto because he feared that the Turkey government would get him there right. and take him back. Right. He would skip games in Canada. Right. Like, the U.S. Embassy was, like, protecting him. Right. It's and nice. it's because he denounced what Turkey was doing. Yeah. Right. And said it's not right. Like, yeah. I mean, well... You had uh, Novak Djokovic a few weeks ago got kicked out of uh, Wimbledon. Yeah, because he's Russian. Yeah, because, <clears throat> like, yep. he had nothing to do with that. Right. Yeah. And he said, "Yeah, I don't agree with what they're doing. He's had a sucky year. Yeah, they, they wouldn't let him play in Australia because he didn't get the uh, COVID, COVID shot. shot yeah. And they kicked him out of Wimbledon because he's Russian. Right. I mean, in the grand scheme of all of it, the whole purpose of us living in this great United States is that we're supposed to be able to make these choices and live free. Because we have the freedom to do it. And be and, and, and just be okay with our choices. But we just, man, I tell you what, it's like COVID changed everything. Well, it, it brought so much stuff to the, to the forefront that... Like, I think just so many people, they sat at home, and the only thing they could do was stew on some of this. So, COVID did, COVID did a lot of negative things. One thing it did, working in the school system, is it ruined our kids' mental health, okay? Yeah. Uh, it Like, I come from come into education from the social work aspect, right? And there are kids that all summer don't have a safe place to call. So, what did we do? Oh, and let's just shut everything down for a year. So, I mean, there's kids that weren't getting fed, that weren't getting loved, weren't getting talked to, nothing. So, it ruined kids' mental health, right? Two, it, it, it developed, it was starting to turn this way, but it especially accelerated. We have a bunch of keyboard warriors. Now, you can say, Mike Tyson made a quote one time that said, everybody has a plan until they get punched in the mouth, okay? Well, before, if I had a problem with you guys, I'd come up to you and have to tell you if I if I decide to do that, tell you that I have a problem with you, and I risk getting punched in the mouth. Well, now I can sit behind my phone or my keyboard and I can type all these rude, hateful, terrible things about you with no repercussions. And the last thing it did was it totally obliterated our common sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We've lost the ability to have any semblance of common sense. Right. You look at the way that government on both sides is being run. You look at big business. You look at professional sports teams. You look at your local government. It's bad. There's no common sense. We've forget the common good. We can't even do the common sense. Right. It's bad. <clears throat> yeah, and You know, the crazy part of a lot of that, like, you have joined the TikTok army. I I have. So, I like to look at the comments on posts a lot. I would challenge you to look at the comments on any post. And I'll guarantee you in the first ten comments, somebody... Has said something rude. Yeah. It's like they live for it. And 
And it's like, there's genuinely, some of these posts have no reason to be negative at all. But yet they find a way to, to be negative about because it. Because they can do it anonymously. Yeah, they'll talk they'll talk about their looks or something like that. Like there's this one lady that I follow. <coughs> there's this one lady that I follow. She's a pretty lady, right? She's funny though, right? And I love how people can take the comments and tag that up. But this dude's username was you know, one, two, three, blah, blah, blah. You know, like he's not really a, not, but the first thing he said was, or his comment was, well, you know, why don't you show something? Yeah. You know, basically wanting her to be in her bra and panties. And she goes, I mean, is that necessary? You don't even have a, a profile picture, but yet you're calling me out because I'm not doing this. Yeah. That's not what her niche is. Her niche is to be funny. And it's just kind of what she does. And it, it it it's it's really it's really crazy about that part of it, you know. Neil and I were talking the other day about uh, the OnlyFans stuff, right? A lot of these wrestlers, the female wrestlers and stuff, they'll share pictures on Instagram and Twitter that are. Probably as risque as they are on OnlyFans. I don't have any OnlyFans. I find it hilarious that these guys get on Twitter because uh, Mick Foley's daughter just recently announced that she was doing an OnlyFans, right? And within the first five yes. comments, some old dude's like, I can't believe it's just that bra and panties crap, you know? <laughs> the very first comment, I won't say it on air, but I'll tell you all when we record the very first comment was absolutely terrible oh i know i know we I, I did re- i send that yeah you sent okay. a screenshot and that's when i said that first comment okay but yes it was very inappropriate yeah. whatsoever but the crazy part about it is is they wouldn't be doing this if they wasn't making tons of money right now, because of people that are making those awful comments yeah. yeah the only reason they can make those awful comments is because they forked over the money Mm-hmm. To pay it, right? To, to be to able see. to complain about the yeah, to see what the, the content, content is, yeah. right? I mean, was it you not long ago said that Tony Storm made thirty thirty thousand dollars in her first day on OnlyFans? Somebody, somebody said that. I don't think it was me, but I do remember seeing that. Yeah, it was like thirty thousand dollars on her first day. But I mean, I think that just goes to show you where society is, right? I mean, you know, we talked just a minute ago about about uh, LeBron James being a being a family guy, we have a bunch of people, men in particular, that aren't family guys. We would rather do other things than be a family guy. Yeah. And it's, you know, whether it's be a keyboard warrior or it's worried about, you know, doing this, or doing that, whatever it may be. You know, we, and not to get too biblical because that's not what this is, but, you know, you hear... That, you know, the purpose of the gospel is to go, you know, Judea, uh, you know, Samaria, the ends of the earth. Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, the ends of the earth. Right? Well, we can't worry about all these causes and all these things, all these fights and this matters and that matters and let's, let's not do that. If we can't take care of our house, we can't take care of ourselves and can, like, fix, the, fix ourselves in our homes, we can't worry about all this other stuff. 
But that doesn't matter because society doesn't want us to have a family unit. They don't want us to... Uh, you know, sit around the dinner table together. They don't want us to enjoy enjoy our family. They want us to be on our phones, and you know, they want us to be in the same room as our wives. But instead of putting down our phone and talking to her, they want us to just send her TikTok videos. And I'm guilty of that. I do that all the time. I'm like, huh, look at that. I send her funny. Instead of you know, sitting beside her, I'm like, look at this funny TikTok video. But that's kind of what society. That's that's the way they want. That's what they want us to do. Yeah. I mean, and a lot of people have lost the ability to go back at somebody. They just they just see it, they take it, and I mean, they may go back at somebody anonymously, but not not as a user profile. You 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 guys don't like Matt Jones. I do not. He will put something out, whether it is sports related or political related or whatever. Doesn't matter. They it doesn't matter. Rip they him. rip him to pieces. Yeah. And he will respond a lot of the times to the first three or four comments. And he said 90% of the time he'll get a DM back from that person saying, oh man, I didn't mean it. You know, you all do a great job on your show, so on and so They're forth. They're just trying and to they'll, and they'll either delete they're they're a whole account, or they'll delete that you know delete that comment because he's because he's had he's delete. had the you know the balls to go back at them. Take a lot up. of times they don't do that. Well, and the other thing to that is is not only does he reply, but then you have fifteen hundred other people that defend Matt Jones, yep. calling them calling them an idiot. The f- what we have is a tainted society. You're right. It is. I wasn't going there. What I'm talking about the four of us. The friendship that the four of us have is rare. Okay. Ain't nothing like it. And it, it all. I mean, don't taint it for granted. It, it all. It all stems from this podcast, right? Neil and, wrestling. Neil and I had the vision to start this podcast almost a year ago at this point. Well, longer than that. We, I mean, we started Yeah, four ago. years ago, we started a year ago. You two have been the primary listeners from day one. You've never missed an episode. I don't know if you've not or not, but, you know, but Adam has listened literally. Did you just say not or not? Not, not, not or not. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you've not or not. Not or not. That's a good Kentucky yeah. word for you. <laughs> But Adam has listened from the very beginning. They have encouraged us to continue to do this because we've wanted to quit several times. Yeah. And they've talked us out of it. Talked us off that ledge. Adam and I have, we've talked several different times. We have our own chat group. Wes and I have played fantasy football together for, you know, seven or eight years now. So we all kind of, had that connection, but this podcast brought us together as for what I would consider you guys to be my three closest friends, right? I don't think there's anything that we can't say to one another with the belief that it stays among the four of us. Right. Right. And that's rare. Right. People don't have friends like that. Right. And to have Four of us to be this close together is is awesome, right? Do I hear horse? 
That was a terrible horse. I'm sorry. That was my goodness. So, have I ever told you the story how I met Wes? Since we're talking about, have I ever told you how I met Wes? Uh, delivering bread to the 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 Dollar General. I knew Wes through uh, soccer circles. Yeah. Okay. But I got to know Wes when he delivered bread to my Dollar General. Yeah. We just we basically had short podcasts right there. We did. I met we've all three about, of you all here at this church. Yeah. We've talked about having a podcast because you all had your wrestling podcast. But even before that, we would we talk on the phone yep. and we would look down. It's 45 minutes of, like, of going on about it's like, Well, there's subject. podcast episode 763. Yeah, right. Remarcus Russell. Right. That's exactly where they came. So, um, you were talking about TikTok. I watch this guy every day. This is Roll for Sandwich. Yeah. Okay. And so you talk, I never read the comments on anything. My wife is the same way. She's like, did you read the comments on it? I'm like, no, I don't read the comments on it. Because I know it's hateful. But while you were talking, I pulled it up. And I was just reading some of the comments. And this guy, so so the premise of this is, he's a Dungeons and Dragons fan, okay? He has um, a, he has several different dice. And I didn't even know they made a 20-sided dice, but they do. For what? Dungeons and Dragons, yeah. yes. A 20-sided yeah. dice. Yeah. Spencer actually informed me he's a Dungeon that's Dragon a, player. That's a, that's a ball, right? Well, no, it, it, it never stops. So, right. so he's got different <laughs> dice. for di- So, like, he rolls for his bread. He rolls for his meat. He rolls for, like, his... his Ruffage. Uh, Ruffage. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> rolls for his roughage. Rolls for his... I'm not even going to say the wild magic. He rolls for... <laughs> The wild magic, and he rose for the sauce, and it's all so it's all happens happen chance, right? Like it, yeah. it, it, whatever it lands on, it, he has a list of of all this right. stuff, and 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 his stick is he eats the entire sandwich, and 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 basically moderates making right. it, so, eating it. it. It's it's fantastic. It's it, he got me onto it. It's it's about three minutes usually, and and I. It, and I have to find it every. And some of the nastiest combinations but, that you could so possibly I, come up with. So I was just, I just, so like, there's nothing serious with it. It's just, it's just him eating a sandwich. It's him eating a sandwich. But I read some of the comments, and it's all, why do you have that on there? I think that's gross. Why don't? Why do you eat your whole sandwich? Like, I'm like, can we not just? He's just eating a sandwich. Like we're arguing over him eating a sandwich. Which is all happenstance and chance anyway. Right. Like, some days it's a great sandwich. And it's, I mean, you know, white bread with ham and American cheese and lettuce and onion and mayonnaise. And that's yeah. the sandwich. But, I mean, there's been days that it's been uh, salami on rye with marshmallow fluff and sauerkraut. And, and Cheetos. Yeah. I mean, it's just some um, awful. But he's done it long enough to this point. That he knows what's going to taste good and what's not going to taste good. He goes, well, the the tanginess of this uh, right. mint jelly go. is going to be okay with the so offset of the Episode 39. Today was episode 39. 79,000 likes. How many followers does he have? He has uh, almost 634,000. Okay. When we started watching him, he was at 160,000 people. Yeah. So... He's grown wow. quite a bit. Yeah, and that was just a, 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 essentially about three weeks ago, right? Right. So, so, but it just it doesn't matter what you put out. What you people are going to hate on you. Yeah. yeah. And it's just because that's the way the society is. They're just going to hate on you. Yeah. Yeah. But, 
There's a there's a girl. I don't know if you all have seen her or not. She wears her hat backwards and drinks Miller Lite and recites uh, comedians stuff, mm-hmm. and she acts it out the whole time. You know, I've seen I've seen hundreds of her videos. She's super funny. She's doing nothing other than lip syncing a comedian drinking a Miller Lite. Yeah, people comment. Why are you drinking Miller Lite? Bud Light's so much better. Or what? Or all this stuff. Why do you? Why's your hat on backwards? Why do you dress like a? You know, like, just enjoy it. She has basically Miller Lite, and I, that's what I love about this stuff. Miller Lite, they mailed her a freaking refrigerator with a Miller Lite on it and stocked her up with it. Right. Just well, well there's a truck driver out of Kentucky, six oh six Peterbilt or something like that. We can't have phallic references anymore. We gotta take them out. No, no more happy baby. Nothing. Can't do it. So most of his stick is. <laughs> How can you say we're not going to? I can't do it. I didn't mean this. <laughs> well, I mean, I didn't say long. Okay, so I wonder if Deshaun Watson has a twenty-sided dice. <laughs> I guess maybe his his whole spiel would be uh, row for poles. I don't know. <laughs> so, but what he does is he's most time in his semi, and he's it's lunchtime, and he sets his phone up. And he, he, t- he talks like a K- Kentucky hick, and he uh, he says things like, I love them so good, and big boy ketchup, that's what he calls hot sauce. And, like, there's people, man, I bet your cholesterol's high. Why do you talk that way? Why do you eat all that? Gr-? Like, he's just talking just to him. Enjoy life. Just, he's just loving life. Yeah. Like, just leave him alone. And that's what gets on my nerves with today's society. If I have a different opinion than any three of you, there's going to be somebody say, I'm hating on you. Yeah. I'm not hating. No, you know I what just we have a different opinion. You know what we call it? Hot take. Do uh, you know what I'll say to you? It's okay to be wrong. It's okay. <laughs> That's what I'll tell you. That's what I tell Wes all the time. Unless, He'll say things. Unless it's Neil and he's not going to be wrong. <laughs> well, I'm not wrong. I may have misspoken, but I'm not wrong. You can't be always right. You can't be. Who's the, who's, the guy on, who's the guy on TikTok? The oh, Southern Dad dude. Yeah. He's nothing but funny. Mm-hmm. He has negative comments too. It's just it, built it doesn't in. matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah, we it, live in a society where a comedian literally got slapped across the face on stage, live TV, because he said something hateful. But well, he uh, said, "I'm looking forward to GI Jane too." Right. Yeah, that's it. All because she had her head shaved. Well, Chappelle got attacked. Yeah, yeah. Saw it. right after that, and and then. You know, you'll see these skits all the time of these. Look, if you don't want to be a victim of a comedian, don't heckle the comedian. Don't, or, go, okay? to, don't go to the show. Don't go to the show. Right. Well, and I'm just if you're sitting in the first three or four or five rows or wherever and you're hollering at the comedian, be prepared. Some of these guys are really good at, at dressing you down. Well, when... <laughs> Seuss's R2. Uh, so, Lucy and I were on a cruise, and... Uh, Deshaun Watson's D&D Dice. 
we were on a cruise and we uh, one of our favorite things to do on the cruise was go to the go to the comedy club. And uh, like their seven o'clock shows were family friendly, and then their eleven o'clock shows were adult only shows. Well, the family show, but I mean, some people can't be funny without vulgarity. Right. So we would go oftentimes to the to to the adult shows, and I always enjoy setting up front. But I, when I set up front, I know that at some point during that show, your outfit's getting he's getting me. Like, and, and I understand that. And 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 if I. If 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 I get angry or or I it, I show too much, like he's going to continue to hound me the entire. But I know that. Yep. But I also don't get offended that easily. I, I, there are times I have gotten offended. Usually, it's when West Joey Logano's me or Darren's me, as uh, we've we've so lovingly referred to that. He really did offend me that time. Maybe you're just cursed. Maybe you need to just shut your mouth like Sean. Well, Sean has been winning since he changed his name to the Curse of Michael Thomas. You're right. Un- undefeated. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. And he changed it on this show. He was yeah. sitting live, right there, live, on, live the on the show, changed his name to the Curse of Michael Thomas. And I haven't lost since. And speaking of, I mean, while we're talking about themes, Wes has taken over a bottom feeder. And are you in the playoffs yet? Are you in Not the playoff yet. picture? I'm seven games out. Yeah. You know how many games I'm out? I don't oh, know, like I- 97. I'm so far out, I can't even sniff the playoffs. No, I passed you this week. What? Because I got beat 0-12. Okay. to 12. So three weeks ago, I think it was three weeks ago, when we when we was talking about that on the show, you were in 8th place. place. I was in 10th place. 12th place. Since then, I've moved up to 5th place. You've dropped to twelfth place, mm-hmm. and I'm nowhere near. And you're in ninth place, right? I don't think I'm that far ninth up. Ninth or tenth? Ninth or tenth? Right. I mean, there's also a Kentucky word. Tenth. Ninth or tenth? Ninth or tenth? I mean, so the tables have turned in, in just well, a few I, weeks. I haven't won in six weeks. Wow. The last two. The last two weeks. Maybe the last three weeks I have something like five wins. I beat the number one team you are, last week. You are in tenth place. I'm playing the ninth place team this week, but he's about eight games ahead of you. I'm not going to beat him by eight games. Let's see. Schedule. So, I am, the last three weeks, I have seven wins. We play, we, we, have, we have 12 categories a week. Yeah. I have seven wins. I have 28 losses in one tie. I'm 7 28 and 1 the last three weeks. It's pretty good. Yeah. Ronald Acuna has two home runs tonight. Look out. This was catching fire. This Crush was two weeks game. ago. <laughs> All these stats we're talking about, these are two weeks ago. When you're listening to this show, I guarantee my record's going to be a lot worse. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going on vacation. Uh, like I'm on vacation the week of the tenth through the sixteenth, so or eighteenth or whatever. So this so show been, drops yeah. when I'm going to be on vacation. So we recorded two shows tonight. So, and you're going to be watching Top Gun Maverick, which, by the way, in case y'all haven't heard, is a great movie. Oh, it's so good. So good. Movie Man. of 2020. I tell you what, we're going to be in Orlando. I have the two in. Yeah, 2020. <laughs> Two, like oh sequel. My, oh my god! <laughs> I, I mean, listen. He, hey, he, hey! At least I've seen it. Are you admitting you were wrong on the date there? No, I got the I got the date right. Oh, so you just missed So you just missed up. Pause in between. Yeah. The only reason that I didn't see it with you guys is because I was out with my wife 
on a date night. We know. So. You don't have to explain to the listeners. Yeah. We were just talking about what a great movie Top Gun yeah, was. I mean, you, I'm gonna you're find, the one. I'm going to find a way on vacation to see it. You're just getting all defensive. I'll be, I'll be like, uh, when, don't you think y'all, it's time for y'all to go to bed? No, it's like. I got I to I gotta run to town for Find a, a mall hours. in Orlando that has a movie theater in it. Send your wife and girls shopping. I'm liking what you're saying. You and Chase go watch a movie. I'm I'm digging it. I mean, I'm picking up what you're you know. In Orlando, it's going to rain at least for a few hours one day. Yeah, I'm telling you, fine. That's what I did in Miami that time that Lucy had the the cookie convention. Are you going to Disney? I don't. I don't know if we are or not. I know we're going to go to um, Universal, right? We've talked about that. I know we're going to go to Space uh, the Kennedy Space Center, and I know we're going to go to SeaWorld. Are but, you going to ride Space Mountain? <laughs> That's what I was about to ask. Woo! I am not. <laughs> it is the oldest ride along the I, I don't. I've never been to Disney, so I, I, I don't know if we'll attempt that. Or I not. tried to talk my wife into going to Disney. Chase scares me with Disney. On know, our honeymoon. So, I love Disney World. So much on him. If you all ever book Disney, I know somebody that's a pixie planner that'll plan your whole vacation for you. There you go. I've done it twice. I planned it myself. I, I just about got it down to a science where you can have, you can almost do everything in one day. And there's people that will say, you're crazy. There's no way. Do you ride rides? Oh, yeah. See, I'm not a ride guy. I don't like, I don't, I don't like There's plenty of rides. rides in Disney World, though, that's not a um, roller coaster. That's tons of fun. Small world after all. It's a small world after I mean, if I was going to do anything, I'd want to go see either the Star Wars thing or the uh, event, the Avenger, you know, the Marvel Studios. Yeah, uh, uh, Andy's Playland or whatever like that. Yep. If you thing. yell Andy's coming, allegedly all the toys will fall. Really? Yeah. I don't know how true it is. I, not- I would venture to say that's not that because people like me would just yell it all the time. All they the would time. just like fall all the time. Well, have you ever been to uh, Rainforest Cafe? Yes. So there's one of those down there, apparently. So me and Cassie have been to a Rainforest Cafe, but nobody else has. So I'm really excited about yelling. So when this when this show drops, your family may have been to the Rainforest Cafe. Yeah. Wow. And you may have watched Top Gun Maverick. Yeah. Not happening. Yeah. I'm. 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 I am. Oh, by the way. Since we're talking about things not happening, I don't know. I'm going to let you all in. Sean and I have a bet. Okay? We play in, th- is it three weeks? Week 11 of the season. What? I, yeah. So, I got David. I'm playing David currently. At, at, at this point, there's probably two weeks left. So, David, um, Dennis, and then you, I think. So, Sean's convinced that I'm going to be. I can't beat anything. (laughs) I didn't do it. I didn't give in. (laughs) You can't beat anyone. (laughs) Or anything. I can't do it. Side of dice can't beat. So we bet breakfast. Is it 
On the way to SummerSlam? Yes. Loser buys breakfast. For everyone. There's going to be three other people in there. Listen, Mongo doesn't get breakfast. Okay? <laughs> Mongo has to foot his own bill. All right? I, I the, uh, they're there right now, Disney. We, we, we didn't agree to buy breakfast for everyone. Oh, you shouldn't have brought it up. Well, so I guess agree. Sean, Sean better hope he wins. <laughs> Um, but we always have some sort of bet going in terms of fantasy sports whenever we, usually it's around WrestleCade. I kind of agree with Sean because you know what's going to happen. Although the curse of Michael Thomas name may have switched everything around. But in two weeks, three, three, basically, all your guys will come off IL. Not you'll yet. be able to put everybody in, and you'll be like, That's what I told this. you. I said, the day before we play, yeah. all your dudes are going to no. get healthy. He goes, no, 12 more will get hurt. I was going to say, I might get, like, Tatis back, but then I'll lose Harper and Betts. And, like, and then it's like, oh, yeah, great. So, uh, I do actually have almost all my injured guys on IR after I dropped two on Sean. Um and then uh, it was a trade he willingly took. Um, of course, the, I got damaged goods in return because Kyle Gibson went out and pitched like a 97-year-old man like he is. Um, but it still doesn't change things. I still stink. I still, I'm, I'm so bad. So what is he he's, – he's beat you in fantasy baseball before? Yes. But not the other fantasy sports. He, fantasy basketball, I owned him in. Yeah. Not fantasy football. Fantasy football, I've never beat him in. In fantasy baseball, I've beat him once or twice. One of the wins he counts was the week I took over the team. I was much oh, like you. Yeah, but yeah, exactly. <laughs> and he counts. No, I, I took an I 0 and 12 that. beating. I, I don't count that one. I mean, he could have at least asked you into the league sooner. Right. Yeah. So you really, could... really funny how the commissioner just so happens. Hey, you want to. You know, I know else, you're new to this, but. You know what else the commissioner did? Uh-oh. He put himself in last in the Rumble. And got the first pick. pick. He did. <laughs> he did. I didn't do that. It was <laughs> random. Allegedly. Allegedly. You all literally watched me set it up as I was doing it. It's <laughs> all recorded on YouTube. We're talking about it's the all game. allegations at this yeah. point. Yeah. We watched him do the game. Nothing else. That's exactly. You're what it lying. Does. That's exactly what you see more. No, I don't know. He's no, you're no, you're lying. I could pull the YouTube video up right now and show you. So, all right, this show has run long. So that's what she said. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't even know if I should even post this episode. To that be side of the dice run long. <laughs> Oh, man. You right. said before we started you was not editing anything. And I won't. It might be our best one I yet. might not upload it, but I'm not going to edit it. <laughs> oh, no, you got to upload it. Oh, you got to upload it just for our fun because I'll just sit in the aisles and listen to it on a Saturday morning working bread and I won't be able to do anything. <laughs> People in Kroger look over. Wes is laying in the floor laughing. They're like, are you having a seizure? <laughs> laying in the floor in the happy baby dog pose. Rolling. <laughs> Rocky Take your problems. Oh my god. Come on, butternut. <laughs> Nutter butt. <laughs> and on that note, 
We're going to say goodnight. Stay safe, friends. See ya. to the podcast brought to me by the MoCo Four Horsemen, for which I rely upon my weekly entertainment, for the love of all things fun, with opinions, facts, and jokes aplenty, just like Sex Panther Cologne, 60% of the time, we are right every time, amen. Woo!